Hey guys, it's Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about five signs of end-stage Hashimoto's thyroiditis. This is really important because it helps you determine how advanced your disease state is. And we're going to be talking more about these and how they relate to you, um, what they mean if you have these sort of symptoms and signs, um, and more in just a minute here. If you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist. I specialize in treating thyroid problems of all types, in helping people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. So let's get into the topic today and we'll get out the whiteboard. And as, as I said before, we're talking about end-stage Hashimoto's, which is really defined as kind of the late stage of the disease where your thyroid gland is no longer functioning really at all. And so it's sort of an equivalent to, and I sort of, I want you to draw this distinction or, or similarity. It's really similar to the idea of having no thyroid at all or having your thyroid completely ablated with radioactive iodine. So people in, who are in end-stage Hashimoto's really fit into the same category. And that's a problem because once the thyroid isn't functioning anymore, number one, you're reliant completely upon thyroid medication. And number two, it becomes a little more difficult to do things like help you lose weight and to help you manage your thyroid and so on. So that's why these things are really important. So let's talk about number one here. And that is thyroid gland atrophy. Okay, so in end-stage Hashimoto's, what ends up happening to your thyroid gland is it actually shrinks in size. That's what the term atrophy means. So it means that it's actually literally shrinking. So if you have your thyroid gland kind of like this, you know, that's kind of what it would look like. It would be much smaller, you know, so it might be kind of like this. And you could actually, so this is the atrophied gland, and this would be like, you know, the normal, you know, healthy gland. That's what it would kind of look like. And as it shrinks and as it gets damaged from chronic inflammation and um, the autoimmune component and the inflammatory component associated with Hashimoto's, it actually gets damaged permanently and it shrinks in size. And that's what's known as thyroid gland atrophy. Now, there's a couple ways to determine if your gland is atrophied. You can, probably the easiest way is to just check on ultrasound. And if you fit into this category, you will see on the results section, the radiologist who read the report will say the thyroid gland is atrophied. Okay, they, they don't give like a specific set of, they don't quantify it in any way, but they will just say that visually it looks like it's atrophied. So that's way number one. Way number two is that you can actually try to feel it. Now I don't recommend doing that um, if you're if you are sort of if you've never done this before because it's kind of hard to feel your thyroid gland already. But if you are really in tune and sensitive to the size and touch and feel um, of the thyroid gland, you could actually diagnose thyroid gland atrophy just by feeling your neck. So those are two ways. But as I said before, once you get to this atrophic phase where the thyroid gland has shrunk, this is a, an irreversible state and it indicates that it is really no longer functioning. It doesn't have the volume that it used to and it really doesn't produce thyroid hormone. Um, if it does, it's very limited, maybe five to 10% of what would be normal. Okay, so that's, this is a big bad sign. You do not want this to happen. And, and if it occurs, it's going to occur in late stage Hashimoto. So it's something like probably 20 to 30 years down the line. Okay, so don't freak out if you've had Hashimoto's for a couple years, but if you've had it for 10, 20, 30 years, okay, then maybe it's start time to think about, maybe you need to start thinking about this gland atrophy. And again, probably the easiest way to test for it is to get an ultrasound. So that's number one. Number two is that you actually have a decrease in your thyroid antibodies. Okay, so let me explain that because you might think to yourself, isn't it a good thing that my antibodies have dropped down? Because if the antibodies are present and if they're in high levels, then um, isn't, aren't those antibodies destroying my thyroid gland more rapidly? And that is true. But what happens is if your gland is atrophied and there's nothing left to destroy anymore, your antibodies will necessarily go down because the thing that they're targeting is no longer in existence. 
Okay, so that's one way to quote unquote cure your autoimmune disease is to remove the tissue that your body is attacking. Now, obviously, you know, like in this, in the case of, um, your thyroid, if you actually removed your thyroid surgically, you would drop these antibodies as well. And you can say, remember, these are sort of like states. So if your thyroid gland gets atrophied to the point where it's no longer functional and your body can't recognize it, recognize that it's a thyroid gland anymore, you will see a drop in these antibodies as well. So if you see a drop in your antibodies, and only by the way, if you haven't been trying to treat them, okay, this is in this sort of setting, what I'm talking about would be people, and I actually hear patients talk about this. They'll say, hey, you know, this is great. My antibodies are dropping. I've had Hashimoto's for 20 years. I haven't been able to treat myself or do anything to drop my antibodies. And all of a sudden out of the blue, they're just going down. And they sort of think of this as a good thing. And it's really not because in this setting, it's the only reason they're going down is because there's nothing left to destroy anymore, in which case you really don't have a functioning thyroid gland. So keep an eye on your th thyroid antibodies. That's just another reason to periodically and frequently check these antibody levels and do your best to try and treat them early. Okay, if you have had Hashimoto's for five or 10 years, that's the prime time to try and get the treatment, try to lower your antibodies. If you let them run rampant for several decades, we're talking 20, 30 years, that's when you get to the stage where the thyroid gland atrophies and your antibodies start to drop. Okay, so that's sign number two. Number three is that you may experience what I'm referring to here as extreme weight loss resistance, okay? Or what might happen is that you might gain weight um, more rapidly than you were before. So a sudden change in how your body is able to regulate your weight and your weight balance, okay? And what this, why this occurs is that, remember, your thyroid gland, when it's healthy, okay, in the healthy state, is responsible for about 60% of your metabolism, give or take. Like, that's a rough estimate. That's what people believe from the studies, okay? What happens is if your thyroid is no longer functioning, it cannot regulate the metabolism like it used to. And so what you do is you take thyroid medication to try and regulate it on its behalf. Okay. Now the problem is medication is never as good as the real thing. No matter how hard we try, no matter you know how much we tweak the dose, no matter if we add T3 or not to your T4, it's never the exact same as the existing thyroid gland. So when you reach the state where your thyroid gland is no longer functioning, it's as if it has been removed, you now fit into the category, like I said before, um, where you're you know, somewhat similar to those people who are post-thyroidectomy, those people who have had their thyroid surgically removed. And those people have a very hard time losing weight because of this decoupling or um, the fact that your, your body is no longer reliant upon the thyroid for the management of your metabolism. Instead, it's reliant upon thyroid medication, which is never as good as the real thing. So you, what this will um, sort of um, present as would be changes to your weight, either extreme weight loss resistance or a sudden increase in your weight gain. So if that has happened to you somewhat recently and you have had Hashimoto's you know, unchecked and untreated for 20, 30 years, then this could be an explanation why, at which point you want to get the thyroid gland and check, take a look at your antibodies and so on and so forth. Now, before I go on, that's number three. I want to also say that there are many people who don't know they have Hashimoto's um, who could have had Hashimoto's 10 or 20, 30 years ago and, and never were properly diagnosed. And these people could also fit the bill here. Okay, so I just want to put that in the back of your head. If you're someone who has been placed on thyroid medication and you don't know why, and maybe you've been on thyroid medication for 30 years, your doctor, it might've been the case that you had Hashimoto's, were never actually tested, were never properly diagnosed, and therefore were never properly treated, by the way. So you might fit into some of these categories as well. So if you only have thyroid disease and you don't even know why, again, these things are still relevant to you. So that was just an aside. So number four would be, you start to get what I'm referring to here as stable thyroid lab tests. So again, you might think to yourself, oh, isn't it really good that my thyroid lab tests are now stable? 
Um, well, yes and no, and, and here's why. So yes in, the state, yes in the sense that once they're stable, they become a little bit easier to uh, manipulate and manage with certain thyroid medications, but no, because what it indicates is that normally what you'll see, um, this is what I'm drawing here is sort of a, a little bit of a graph. It's kind of hard to appreciate, but as I'm talking about this, it'll make sense. Um, during the course of Hashimoto's, you will have periods where you have good thyroid function and periods where you have bad thyroid function. Now, this is good and bad because during these periods of good thyroid function, if you're taking thyroid medication, it may feel like you have too much thyroid medication in your body because you're, you're getting whatever your thyroid can produce on its own plus a little bit extra. But, um, and then vice versa, or on the flip side, as the, your thyroid function drops, um, you may need more thyroid medication and so on. But this is, all indicates that the thyroid gland has some native function. So what I mean by that is it's still augmenting whatever thyroid medication that you're currently taking throughout your disease. And it does indicate that the thyroid gland is working at least a little bit. It may be damaged and it may be permanently damaged a little bit, but it still has some function left. Now, once your thyroid lab tests become perfectly stable, meaning they don't really move on their own unless you adjust your thyroid medication, this is another indication that that gland is no longer working. Um, AKA you are an end stage Hashimoto's or have complete thyroid gland atrophy. So again, it might sound good and you might think to yourself, isn't it great that my thyroid labs are stable? Not necessarily because it indicates that end stage. Okay, so that's number four. Number five would be a reliance upon thyroid medication, that's what this medication is, for symptomatic control. So to control your symptoms. And again, this sort of goes back to what I've been you know, harping on this whole time. Um, if you no longer have a thyroid gland that is working, meaning it is not producing the T4 and T3 that it would normally. So under normal circumstances, your thyroid gland produces about 80% T4 and about 20% T3. If it's no longer, I'll lift that up so you can read that. If it's no longer producing this, then what's gonna happen? You're gonna have to take thyroid medication to supplement for that, okay? That means that, and most, by the way, most people are only taking T4, so they're completely neglecting that T3 component. Now, what'll happen is that if you have um, any sort of thyroid symptoms, they will only go away if you adjust your medication properly. That's what I'm trying to say here. So you have a complete reliance on thyroid medication for any sort of symptomatic control. Now you may remain symptomatic, okay? You may take thyroid medication and you may have continued fatigue and maybe some extra weight gain and things like that, but that's not a, that's not a problem with the medication or your Hashimoto's necessarily. That's a problem with the dose, okay? So I need you to kind of separate these two concepts in your mind. What I'm trying to point out here though, is if you have any sort of reliance, meaning your thyroid gland cannot produce thyroid gland on its own, and you're reliant upon the medication, again, that's another probably, uh, maybe the final sign that would indicate that you have this complete and irreversible damage that does occur if treatment is left unchecked in Hashimoto's. So that would be sign number five. Now there are probably more, but these are the ones that I find most commonly, and they're kind of, I would say, somewhat easy to identify as a patient, right? And there are things that, these are things that you should be aware of. And again, the main reason is that you want to know if these are present because if they are present, that means it changes the way you need to look at your disease. So in early stage Hashimoto's, you need to be looking at two sort of uh, arms of the treatment. The first is the immune function and the second is the thyroid management. Once you have this complete thyroid gland or this three complete thyroid gland atrophy, you really don't need to worry so much about the immune mediated aspect anymore because there's no real no reason to drop those antibodies if they're completely gone anyway. Is that making sense? So instead of focusing on the immune mediated aspect in late stage, um, you really just need to focus on the thyroid management through the use of medication, certain supplements, lifestyle, and so on. Because certain exercises can improve thyroid function, certain supplements can do this, certain medications are better than others at doing this, and so on. But if you're in early stage Hashimoto's, 
meaning you won't have any of these, okay? If you're in early stage, you won't have any of these because by definition, this is late stage. You're completely, is, your treatment is completely different, okay? You need to focus on those two things I talked about, the immune function um, and the thyroid function simultaneously. And I'll have some videos if I don't already, I'm pretty sure I do on that topic. Um, but I wanna hear from you guys. Do you have any of these symptoms? Do you think you are in late stage or end stage Hashimoto's? Again, they're sort of um, different ways to describe the same disease state or um, same symptoms and same signs. But if you have any of these symptoms, leave them in the comments below. Let me know. And by the way, if you haven't already, make sure that you download um, my free thyroid PDF resources. I'll have a link to those below if you'd like. Um, there's tons of great resources. So if you found this helpful, I think you'll find that information helpful at all. Um, so don't forget to leave your comments below and I will see you guys in the next one.